Hey, want to jump in here and just bring back up episode 250, Toys for Tots campaign put together by Seller Labs. It is such a great opportunity. I was with the seller on Friday. Uh, their team is working on it. I'm very, very excited. This is a chance for you to use the skills that you personally have developed. You've got sourcing muscles. Not many other people have it. And this is a chance where we can take and use our skills to help those less fortunate. All the information's on episode 250. Such a great cause. Give back, give back, give back this time of year. Thanks. Hope your Q4 is going good. It's a great time to be selling and sell a lot. Watch your repricers. I just got whacked on one, lost $15 a unit. I didn't lose. I'd have lost in profit because I should have blocked one. Wasn't paying attention, so please do. Let me tell you about a couple sponsors. Um, you know, Scope from Seller Labs. If you're not using it to even just to take your wholesale accounts, of course you got to use it for private label, right? You need to understand the keyword. You want to understand a keyword, go look at your competitors, get their keywords, and then use them. That's smart business, right? Because they already have proven that proof of concept. But take the same approach to your wholesale accounts. Make sure that those keywords are in there. If not, upload those changes many times you can't but many times you can't take advantage scope from seller labs go to sellerlabs.com scope use the code word momentum save a few bucks get a few keywords get your listings found got to find that keyword and scope will be the product that'll help you there solutions for e-commerce karen locker you know again you hear me talk about her because she is my account manager. She's been doing a great job. Again, I had some stranded listings and I noticed them down there on the bottom right hand corner. They're gone. I look back and they're gone. And I see stuff submitted. I see stuff returned. It's such a great process because I don't have to pay attention to that. I can pay attention to the other parts of our business. Solutions for e-commerce slash momentum will save you 50 bucks. Lowest price she offers and you still get the inventory health report. Take a look at it. Get set up for 2018 now. Tell Karen I sent you. When you're thinking about um, Q4 lists, and I hope you don't use them just Q4. I hope you use them all year long. Again, you want to learn how to fish, right? And so the best thing to do when you're buying a list is look at what they're doing and how they're doing it, and then figure that out on your own. That's the approach that Gay Lisby uses in her million-dollar arbitrage list. It is closed for the rest of this year. However, I have asked them and they have said they would do it. If there's an opening, they will pull from the wait list. Okay, so I have the link out on my uh, site on this episode that'll have a, uh, a link that'll take you right onto the wait list. So get on the wait list if there's something that you're interested. Remember, she's going to give you a seven-day free trial, so there's nothing to lose. But then once you get in there, take advantage. Learn how to fish, right? Sharpen your you know, sharpen your skills, I guess is the right phrase I should use. Okay. So again, I have that link out on this episode. So jump out there and get on that list. You know, GoDaddy and uh, Grasshopper are both national sponsors of the show. I'm very fortunate. Um, I have a third one coming on in February. I'm very excited about that. But GoDaddy, I use them uh, just with somebody who had a great idea for an, uh, uh, for a domain. And I'm like, use my link, save 30%. 30%. Yes, they pay me. We all know that. However, 30% is real. I use it myself because I want to save the 30%. So it's trygodaddy.com slash momentum, right? Trygodaddy.com slash momentum, and you're going to save 30%. Grasshopper's the same deal. Trygrasshopper.com slash momentum, and you're going to save 50 bucks. Um, I saw somebody else just signed up for it. The service makes you 
a professional. All of a sudden, your business has a phone number, has a vanity phone number. You can kind of create your own one if it's available. But you don't need a second phone. And I think that's the big thing. It's not Google Voice, which is choppy. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. This is professional stuff. Press 1 for customer service. Press 2 for my Amazon account manager, which would go to Karen's team. I mean, this is a great opportunity. So it's trygrasshopper.com slash momentum. Save 50 bucks. Welcome to the e-commerce momentum podcast, where we focus on the people, the products, and the process of e-commerce selling today. Here's your host, Stephen Peterson. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. This is episode 253, Marianne Sheckelman. Marianne is runs a company called Central Wisconsin Prep, Pack, and Ship, and she was recommended to me by a bunch of different people over time, and we just haven't, we're both busy, let's just face it, we're both busy, but we had met in Chicago, and I said, I've got to get you on, and she broke free in this busy Q4 to come on. A couple surprises in the conversation. One is that she would take on a new customer right now, and so if you've been thinking about adding someone to your team, perhaps this is the opportunity to add a prep center. And there are a bunch of, I've had a bunch of great interviews on, um, and I, one of my kind of conversations that we have pre is about, you know, I think, I think that when you add somebody to your team, when you partner up with a company, you bring on somebody, you got to find out who you're comfortable with and uh, assume costs are relatively the same service. You should be able to expect what you want. And then you should be comfortable with the person. And so find the person that you fit with. And you won't fit with everybody. Nobody does. And that's cool. But find the person that you do, man, and then just go all in. I just think it really, really can help grow your business. Let's get into the podcast. All right. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. Very excited about today's guest because she is in the throes, the busiest possible time for me to pull her out. And to get her with the pressure, I think the pressure is what really adds uh, to the conversation. Marianne Shuckelman from Central Wisconsin Pack Prep, Pack and Ship. Welcome, Marianne. Good morning, Stefan. Well, it's Stephen, and this is the earliest, I know it's spelled that way, this is the earliest worst possible time to get you. This is the heat of Q4. This is, you're probably inundated with people's products. It's coming out. Everybody wants it done yesterday. Why wasn't it done yesterday? I'm sure trucks are backed up. All the worst possible things. It's early in the morning. You're probably still putting out fires, but yet you graciously agreed to come on and talk with us this morning about about, you know, kind of kind of where you are and where you're going and how you got there. So I really really appreciate that. Thank you. Glad to be here. Okay, so let's get into it. So you're in Wisconsin, um, and you were or are an Amazon slash eBay slash whatever else seller? Okay, so in 2013, um, I previously owned a business but was looking to get out of that, and I found eBay and Amazon. Um, So I started selling in 2014 is when I opened the um, prep pack and ship company. Wow. We had, a, we had an empty building that we were using. Um, at that point, I had two employees. We very quickly outgrew that. Our packages were sitting out on Main Street, piled as high as we could get in, waiting for the UPS semi to get here at night. And our city didn't really take a liking to that, so we bought... 
a building about one and a half blocks from where we originally started. Um, outgrew that building very, very quickly. And we just completed this summer, took the boys about mm, a month and a half to add on our onto our existing building an 18,000 square foot addition, oh, which we are now in. Um, still in the other part of the building, but that's where all our offices and receiving comes in. Outgoing is in that building also. So that's where we are today. We've grown very, very, very quickly. Um, and I truly believe it is because we do have the 24-hour turnaround. So a couple weeks ago, we got a container from China in. And if you go to our Facebook page, you will see pictures on there. We unloaded and labeled over 5,000 products for a customer, and it went out the same day. Um, <laughs> whoa. Okay. So I'm going to pull that apart because that's a lot of information and it's, and it, I, I mean, I agree the 24 hour to 48 hours, you, you said 24, but you know, you do give your little self a little bit of leeway that sometimes it can take up to 48 hours, um, turnaround time. And it's a guarantee that you offer. And so I do want to talk about that because that does sound like a little bit of your secret sauce, why you've been so successful, but let's go back. So what kind of business were you in that you didn't want to be in anymore? A restaurant bar business. Oh, that doesn't sound. I mean, I'm I'm assuming. Was it glamorous when you first went in? You were going to be different. You knew all the answers. You were going to make it right, and it was going to be awesome, like uh, cocktails and dreams from Tom Cruise. Or was it, you know, right away just an okay thing? Um, I wanted to be different. Um, so we we are bikers, and we drive a Harley Davidson. So that's the way that the restaurant was set up. Wait, a biker bar? That's what it was going to be? Well, no, it ha we had a dining room. Because <laughs> okay. I envision when I think of biker bar, I think of, eh, not roadhouse, but kind of a, a rougher, a little rougher tumble, you know, kind of fighting bar where a guy like me couldn't oh, even walk no, in. No, no. Okay, no. so not like that. Yeah, definitely not that. Um, so we had seating for, I believe there was 65. The wow. bar was in another, um, you know, it, it was two buildings put together. Um, I just am getting to the age, I'm in my middle 50s. I just did not, that wasn't, it wasn't for me. Okay. Okay, but there was a time it was for you, right? And so there was reward and uh, enjoyment when you start out, probably especially, right? Because you're enthusiastic. Um, and then is it the hours, the time, the customers, the staff? What, what gets to you? What wears you out in a business like that? It's long hours and it's seven days a week. So seven days a week is something that would wear on anyone um, over time. I mean, it, it surely has to uh, affect your family life. I mean, did you have kids or uh, uh, grandkids at that time? My kids are all growing, and yes, I have seven grandchildren. So getting you know time away when you're seven-day-a-week operation is almost impossible. 
Right. But let me ask you this, because this is this is a question that pops into my head. Do you have a seven day a week business today? Uh, we do not. Okay, so you we physically run, do close. Yes, we run Monday through Friday, seven thirty to four. And I'm not saying we never work Saturdays because in Q4, if it comes in Friday, it has to go out on Monday. So, um, you know, we'll have a half a semi load of toys that have to go out on Monday. And yes, we will pull a Saturday, but 99% of the times we do not. We run Monday through Friday. And so that sounds intentional. I mean, is that one of the things that was attractive for when you were setting up this business is it kind of an absolute like hey i'm not working nights and weekends anymore um that's the way we're going to do it definitely okay okay all right so you you had the the business and the restaurant was that the business the building that you were in when you started up your ebay and amazon business yes okay and so you closed the restaurant in the bar you then move the tables together, there's process on, or were you selling the stuff we from actually, the bar? We actually had um, an auction. Oh, uh, so okay. we took everything out. And um, so we had an empty building to start with. So that was a wonderful thing. And and so did you specialize in anything? I mean, was it, did you have a knowledge going into that world? Um, I mean, why eBay and Amazon? It was something that I could do um, and really work the hours that I wanted to work. Okay. If You know, if I wanted to take a day off and not source, I didn't have to. Um, if my daughter called me or one of the kids called me to take the grandchildren, can you pick them up from school? I could do it. It, was it easy for you? I mean, did you did you have experience on selling on e commerce platform? I mean, Tendon Bar doesn't necessarily give you gives you a good listening <laughs> a skill set, but not necessarily a good e commerce skill set. What 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 made you so good at it? Um, did you have a background in it or something? I listen to a lot of um, podcasts, and I there's a lot of free information out there on YouTube. Some good, some not so good, but, you know, you start following some of these people and they'll say, hey, buy this pair of shoes or, you know, they kind of drop nuggets for you. And if you follow them, anybody actually can do this business. Right. And, and then you, you figure that piece out on yourself, right? Like you said, hey, this is a pair of shoes. If you can figure out why they're a good pair of shoes, then you can replicate that, right? And, and grow off from that. Correct. So I'm looking at a picture of uh, Central Wisconsin Pack and Prep. It's July 24th. Big gray building with kind of a maroon roof. Is that your current facility? That is, yes, that is our current facility today. And the the section to the right is the addition that was put on. Uh, looks like a big giant garage door. Actually, that is the second building that we are in, um, and we added the part to the left. Okay. Oh, that big giant piece to the left. Yes. Holy smokes. Whoa. Okay. So um, that's 18,000. So you're in 20, 30,000 square feet? Yeah, about 36, I believe it is. 36,000. Wow. 
beautiful building built intentionally. Did you, you know, this, I mean, I know I'm jumping around, but my mind goes this way. I'm thinking about like I saw an internal picture and I saw the lower roof and it looks like it's in a processing area. So I assume that was done by design um, because it looks like you can receive in that big area, um, kind of what you described, that's a receiving area, and then you can break it down. Um, it looks like you don't store a lot of stuff in that section. So you built it with the lower roof for comfort because of Wisconsin weather? Um, yes. That's, I mean, we didn't need the 14-foot ceilings. So when we added this on, we just, I believe it's 10 or 12 feet. Okay. Okay. But it looks comfortable. And I was looking at it, and I'll have these pictures. I'll put these on the website because it's very cool to look at. You don't generally get to see the internal workings, and you guys share it pretty generously. Um, there's a lot of good. Is that because you feel a connection with your customers? I really do. Um, I have many customers that not only are my customers, but are very, very good friends of mine. Um, I don't show anything that would give away. Um, I'm very protective of my clients and... Um, we actually have people that drop retail arbitrage off here, um, from Wisconsin, um, Illinois, Iowa, and Minnesota. And we're, we're very protective of the items that we have in this building, you know, not to let anything out. Right, right. So you keep privacy is, is paramount because there's a trust issue. You know, in, in, in a pre-call, and I, I qualify this to say, look, I help. Uh, I've had uh, many others. I've had John Bullard on. I've had Brendan Sullivan on. I've had a few others who offer prep centers similar to what Marianne does. And my theory is this, is that um, generally, and this is a very general broad statement, generally you guys offer similar services probably at similar costs, and we can argue that all we want to. However, my theory on this stuff, you should have, as a, as a consumer, as a customer of hers, and I don't benefit in any possible way, so I'm just going to qualify that, but you should have certain expectations, um, minimum expectations. You should have, you know, as a customer, that's reasonable. However, to me, the relationship and the communication and my connection is the most important thing. So if Mary and I connect or John and I connect or Brendan and I connect or Ashley, who's another person who does some stuff, if, if we connect or um, Tony, um, Tony down in Texas, if, if we connect uh, one-on-one and we, we have that rapport and I feel like, you know, it works for me, that's what you should go with. Um, and, you know, and I, I think that that's a very healthy thing for your business because, quite frankly, Marianne, you're a partner for your customers, aren't you? A very, very, very important piece of their team. Exactly. You know, we have, uh, I have a couple mutual friends that use Marianne's service and they love her, period. And they always said, Steve, you got to have Marianne. And we, we met each other, I think it was in Chicago. And hence the reason I finally like, oh, yes, I need to have her on. But I can see um, that, you know, when they talk about you, it's talk, it's, it is almost a love kind of, you know, not, not in a weird way, in a business way, relationship. Um, And that, that seems to, they, couple that I've talked to had that same feeling like you're part of their team. I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. Um, the one customer has been with me since day one. Now think about that. 
that's a pretty cool statement to say that you've had that customer since day one, since they came into this world and in this business, um, even though they've been bombarded by other options and, you know, maybe maybe different, you know, scenarios, especially as that business has evolved. So that says something. Okay, so that's enough pitching your stuff. And I'll, I'll put links for all her, her services and stuff because I want to walk through some of them because I think some of them are unique. The thing that I noticed that in your name, it's Central Wisconsin Prep pack and ship you put the word prep first was that intentional have you always been a have you always been a prep center yes Hmm. and do you do merchant fulfilled prep also or is it just fba um we do merchant fulfilled also for um amazon shopify walmart jet and we also have customers which send us pallets of items and we list them on eBay for them. Oh, so you do the physical, create the listing and put them up and that whole thing. And then when it sells, so basically they're never in theory, never touching the product. They are never touching the product. Okay. So let's talk about cost if we can. I don't know how if you let me how personal you're going to let me get, but I like to talk about it because I think somebody's going to be like, well, that sounds great, Steve, but you know, I can't afford that. Or, um, it sounds expensive. What, what can you tell us about your costs? Okay, so we start out at $1.15 per item, but we also drop down to $0.40 cents an item. Whoa. So there's a $0.75 cent swing, volume, um, uh, complication, uh, size, all that stuff kind of matter? Correct. Um Today, we're going to be receiving pallets of grocery in here. Um, It's all bundled. Um, Bundles that you have to put together, you mean? Correct. Okay. And I know what Amazon takes out and charges for fees. So my prices are not always solid. Um, This gentleman called me. um, He's having us do all his prep work. we work with sellers. We understand what Amazon fees are. Um, and like I said, we drop all the way to 40 cents. Now that is shipping 10,000 products a week, mostly pharmaceutical. So it's very repetitious. Um, you're doing the same thing, you know, same product. You're not changing products. But yes, we do work with seller as far, as far as our pricing. We work with the smallest of sellers, um, which means we do have a minimum of 30 items before we ship to Amazon, but we also work with several millions of dollars sellers. Um, so we, we have a wide range in the U.S. and out of the U.S. Okay. A lot of, of out-of-country sellers... Use your service, and and you um, you can handle a uh, 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 pack. I mean, uh, pallet shipping. So, let's say um, sometimes you um, can also store in uh, store product. It says correct. Correct. Yes. Uh, you know, and the and the, sh- the the shippers that I've talked to in the past, when they talk storage fees, they've always been competitive with Amazon. Do you feel that you're in that same position? Um, we charge by the pallet, it, so it's $25 per month per pallet. Okay, whether the pallet's full or not, but it's square, you know, roughly, correct? 
Right. Right. Because right. that's space you got to take up. So that, that's very reasonable. And so if they're if they have little uh, iPhone cases, they can fit a lot on a pallet, as opposed yeah. to uh, Barbie Jeeps, <laughs> where they can fit just a few on a pallet. Okay. Right. Um, you're receiving. Um, you offer a 24 to 48 hour turnaround time. So walk me through that. So does that mean you know when I ship uh, when the when the trucking company says that it's at your door? I can expect it to be out within two days or, I mean, does it depend on time of year or what is that generally, what's a general practice? Our general practice still, even in Q4 is 24 to 48 hours. Um, we got 13 pallets of toys last week and we had it out in the 24 hours. Um, I have wonderful, wonderful girls that work for me and they know when that truck's at the door um, the customer has already set up the shipment for us and we will all as a team go over there and work on that order. So it's all hands on deck. Correct. Now I was thinking about this too. Um, when you, when you are receiving uh, a shipment, is there a way that, I mean, have you coached uh, sellers into ways to talk to their uh, manufacturers to help make it better? And is that a way that I can then lower my cost, even though that's kind of counterproductive for you because you want the most money you can, and that's reasonable as a business. But is there, I mean, have you offered, you know, advice back to sellers uh, for that kind of stuff? Um, definitely. You want all one size, one color in one box, you know, so you're not... You don't have four different colors of an item stuck in one case. And when you're trying to label a product, um, so yeah, that has worked very well. One color, one size, one box, or, you know, maybe the same color button, several different sizes. That's worked very well also. So those are best practices. We'll keep going with some best practices. What other things can, even if they're not clients of yours, um, that people can improve in their business? Um, definitely. Um, hire people for the things that you don't want to do. Hmm. Um, our clients use inventory lab and give us access to that. And it makes our workflow go so much smoother and faster. Um, so that's, you know, that's, that is one tool that I could not live without. Well, Absolutely. And, and, and let's stay on that because I, I think that's an important point. So you, because your client, I mean, is that a requirement that they use with you that we use inventory lab? Um, some use it and some don't. Okay. Okay. So it's not a requirement, but no, but I imagine you guys have become experts at it because you're using it so much and so frequently with so many people's accounts um, is that another area that if I came in as a customer, you could assist me in with best practices, maybe on naming conventions or inventory tracking or things like that? Right. Absolutely. We can help. We can help the smallest seller to the biggest seller with any of that. And I asked this question. I don't think you answered it, so I'm not going to let you off on this one. Do you still sell? Um, I do have an eBay and an Amazon account. Okay. Because of the hours that I put in here, if I am out and about, I will pick an item, items up and send them in. 
I am not actively out there on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Okay. So it's more of just to keep current on how the, you know, I always say this, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, Jeff from Seller Labs, one of my sponsors says, you know, we have to have an account because we need to see what, what the world, how it works, right? We really need to see it all the way through. And that's what he uses his for. Um, so, you know, one of the questions somebody's going to have is, wait a second, if, uh, if she's out there buying a, uh, uh, is she buying my stuff? I mean, is she one of my competitors? How do I protect myself? How, you know, and my answer would be this is there's a reputation, right? You wouldn't have that guy who said that he's been with, you said that he's been with you since day one, still with you if he felt there wasn't the trust. Fair? Fair. Yeah. Um, we do not, I mean, everything that's coming in here, I could say, hey, I know who that supplier is and I can get it. We do not do that in any way, shape, or form. Um, you're right. The reputation would be we would no longer be in business if we did anything like that. I'll have customers call me and say, can you give me some wholesaler names? Hmm. I cannot do that. I'm sorry. Um, you're going to have to Google grocery wholesalers or, you know, um, shoe wholesalers I, we just cannot give that information out. Well, and, and you know, to be honest, you as a, a vendor, that should make you wary of that person because if they're asking you to, to uh, you know, lose your integrity for convenience for them, um, you know, that might not be the best customer to have. You know, that might be a newbie mistake too, give them the benefit of the doubt. But, boy, I, I, you know, that integrity is so important when it comes to this stuff um, because there has to be this level of trust, period. You're part of the team, and if I can't trust you and know that my stuff is protected, um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have you as a, a vendor for me. Right. Correct. Yeah, like I said, you know, those people dropping off retail arbitrage, um, we keep items in boxes. They may see a Walmart box or a Target box, but they have no idea what's in that. Right. Right. That makes sense. So, you know, thinking about this, too, you've been in business for three plus years, almost four years as a prep center. How different is it today um, versus what it was even just four years ago? I mean, that's such a short period of time. The thing I'm seeing right now today is um, the restrictions. Um, we're getting a lot of the restricted brands and the sellers didn't know that they were restricted on. So in the last couple of weeks, we have had so many return items. You know, they go in to set the shipment up and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm restricted now. Um, and this just happened a couple of weeks ago. And it's a lot of toys right now. Mm -hmm. I don't think there were as many restrictions four years ago as right. there are today. So can Which, you help that person? I mean, I mean, this is, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but can you help that person? So Steve sends in his stuff to you and I'm sending in my Hatchimals, right? One of the hot toys. I send my Hatchimals to you and then all of a sudden, magically, for whatever reason, I was approved, went through, you know, um, and it came to you and then all of a sudden I get restricted, right? Can you help me or, you know, connect me with another seller that is approved? Uh, do you offer that level of service if I asked for it? Yes, we can offer that. And we can also offer, we are working with, as a prep center, a toy distributor right now because of this situation. Hmm. And I am sending most of the clients to them. 
Okay. And so then they can work out their deal. So I could work out with Joe and say, Hey, you know, I've got these Hatchimals. I paid $52. If you could receive them and give me X, ideally $52 at least to, to, to make me whole, I'm not out and I can get my money returned pretty quick. That guy's like, man, this is awesome. Somebody sourced for me all these Hatchimals and I didn't have to go out and get them. And I didn't have to pay a commission to go get them if you use buyers. Um, it's win-win in that scenario if that's you know the worst way you walk away from it. Right. Hmm. Break-even's always good. <laughs> yeah, break-even. That's right. Right. It gives you a chance to fight another day. Right. And it you know when um, I always think of uh, um, Matt Kelly who said you know if you buy it at the right price you could ride it all the way down. You're not making a mistake. So in this scenario, if you just broke even, walked away. You've really, really won. So what else has been different, um, would you say? Uh, I assume that the prep work is different today than what it was four years ago. Yes, um, definitely. Um, grocery, um, glass, they are accepting glass now where they weren't before. Um, all has to be bubble wrapped. Um, toys, we always have begged. Um, well, but, and some of the bags though would now have multiple, uh, languages on them where they might not have in the past. Right. Because, you know, some people are sending them to other countries. I know when we bought bags, we got them with, I think three or four languages. Um, and that's newer, you know, in the last couple of years. Right. Right. What's different. Um, so in the pricing model, the bubble wrapping glass bottles, for example, that would add a cost. Correct. Correct. And and am I buying the supplies or is the charge you're charging me including the supplies, the consumables? The charge that we charge um, includes a bubble wrap or the poly bags or, you know, like a bundle we do for $1.50. So a bundle or multi-pack, it includes the prep, it includes the poly bag, it includes includes the SKU label, expiration date if needed. Okay, and uh, maybe this is a set, do not separ uh, separate yes. or something like that. It includes those. Does it include the outside box or is that an additional charge? If you want them custom box, um, you would send that prior to our warehouse. Um, but we really do try to recycle all our boxes Yesterday, they came to pick up our dumpster, and we filled it up three times because of all the cardboard. So we do try to reuse boxes, but if you want new boxes, then there is a charge for okay. that. Okay. So, but but if if so, that's another little savings. That's a pro tip. There is that you're you're willing to not charge me for a box if you have some Walmart box laying around or whatever box laying around. Correct. If it's good enough to ship, yes, we okay. will definitely use use reuse boxes. And one of the other reasons that, you know, somebody should consider using a prep center is you keep up on the latest necessary hoops to jump through, right? I know they always evolve and they change one way back and back and forth, right? It's, it's open back and forth. But me as a seller, I don't need to worry about that when I use a partner like, like a prep center, correct? Correct. Yes. We keep up to date on everything. What's been the biggest challenge for you bringing on a new seller? What, what are some of the things that would make it easier for a new seller to come and use a service like yours? What could they do, I guess, is what I'm saying. Our, our biggest challenge with new sellers is 
they want to make one shipment and be done. And I've had so many new clients come on. Um, and they're just not understanding that with Amazon, you've got to keep feeding the beast. Yeah, one shipment and they want to be done and they want to wait until maybe they've seen a profit and then they may or may not even make another shipment. So I guess it, it, the way to say it was this, if you're going to use a prep center um, because you have more money than time, which is what you should do. If you have more time than money, then prep it yourself. It's a great lesson. Go through it. Learn all the pain of it because it does come in handy when I'm buying things and knowing that it's going to cost me more or whatever for you. But then once you get to that place where you have more money than time and they come to you, that's a plan, right? They should have a, you know, hey, a weekly plan to bring you product to keep it going to get to scale, right? Is that is that the advice? Definitely the advice. <laughs> okay. All right. So what what else, um, what other challenges do you find from new sellers coming in? Do they, I mean, do you get complaints about fees? Do they, I mean, are they surprised or do they, I guess what you're saying in that other scenario is they realize that, wow, after fees, after Amazon takes all the fees and by the time they're done paying me, they probably work for less than minimum wage. Right, right. Um, yeah, and I think there's, they don't understand or have not done their homework as far as um, maybe ranks on Amazon or even how to build a shipment. Um, and those are the kind of things I'm working with a gentleman this morning. He is a new seller. He's got his inventory in and he's really struggling. So I said, you know what, give me a little while here and I will just go in and create the shipment for you. And he's like, oh, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm, I'm not sure how they found out about Amazon. When, I, when a new seller contacts me, I have a short survey that I send to them um, asking how long they've become a seller, how many items they plan to ship per week. I really try to feel them out now because I want them to know that they're, you know, and in that survey, I say consistently, how many items are you going to ship consistently per week? And if they really can't, if they really can't answer that, you know, they've got to be sure of what they're doing. So the, the, when they, that's a red flag for you when you see somebody who's not really up to that place. Do you, I mean, have you turned away customers to say, you know what, Steve, you're just not ready for me yet? Let's get you a little further along. We have. We, you know, we have to be honest with these people. Um, I had a client contact me and he wanted to ship 12 items. It wasn't consistent, but he was trying to get his feet wet. And I don't want to say that we don't take people like that because we have in the past. And they've grown into million-dollar sellers. Um, oh, that's cool. But I, I want them to be sure so, that Amazon is what they want to do. Right, because it's not easy. Everybody thinks it's easy because everybody makes it sound easy. It's absolutely not easy. Um, and there is an art form to it. So, so in that scenario, the guy who wanted to send in 12 items, did you do it? I did not do it. Okay. I think that's a good thing that you did that because that shows integrity again. Again, if you're going to be my partner, it just can't be win for you and not for me because guess what? I'm not going to be in business. 
right? And so then you lose a customer forever, right? right? You need me to be successful because if I'm successful, then I'll need your services, right? Right, And vice versa. Correct. Yes. Hmm. Okay. So um, thinking about other challenges that you see. So let's start talking to people who, um, who have been thinking about using a prep center, right? So you gave a little bit of advice, the things that they want. So let's say they have a plan. They're in that mode now. They've been, they've been growing. Um, maybe they want to touch into wholesale or private label, and they're thinking, okay, how am I going to handle this? Because you know that's a planning thing. I mean, when you're handling wholesale, you're getting volumes in. You got to turn it around very quickly. You got competitors, or you have to stage your shipments going in. And the same thing with private label. You in the old days, right? As old people who've been selling for a long time, we used to send everything in. Well, you can't do that now because of fees, right? And so Correct. let's let's talk through somebody who's thinking about using a prep service. Um, when will they know that it's time? Um, what's a reasonable expectation of cost and I you know I'm just using an average customer you know not your your outliers um, that you and I know right not those outliers just your average and then how how long does it take them to get into sync the communicate because I always think the communication is one of the hardest things to do between me and you right is get you know you have your system I got to adapt to your system I have mine you know I, I got to figure that out so can we talk that through sure so what I would suggest um, to begin with a prep center is if you really want to scale this, um, if you're using a prep center, you can do the online arbitrage, the private label, the retail arbitrage, the wholesaling. Um, those are parts of the that you don't need to worry about. We will take care of that for you. So we're you're receiving we're receiving your online arbitrage as well as your wholesale. Um, the trucking company just shows up here. They're not calling asking, do we need a lift gate? Is this a commercial property or residential? Um, we work with the workflow sheet. They are updated on a daily basis. So as that truck is coming in and I have two girls in doing inventory all day long, they are updating those workflows. So you you want that wholesale order out tomorrow as long, it's a Google document. So we both have access to that. And you can see that that wholesale order is now here. Um, you can set up the shipment and just email us right away in the morning and we'll get it out that day or the following day. Okay. And so, by going through that process, by working through that, and is this, is this in in the inboarding process where this is discussed? Correct. Okay. Um, it will ask you know what you plan, not what items, but what avenue that you're planning on coming in at, and then um, each person in our warehouse has their own spot, so inventory is never mixed together with another seller. And that, that's really the way we communicate is through that Google document. Um, and like I said, it's a live document, so they can see exactly, if they look at it daily, they can tell exactly what is in our warehouse. And so that helps for a lot of reasons. A, with accounting, right? Planning, though, is probably the hardest thing because, you know, you have to allow for things to get to you. 
um, from if they're especially if they're importing, they're coming from the you know from usually the West Coast, um, or um, if it's you know OA, it's coming from wherever they're coming from, right? We got to plan for that, and then give you enough time to process it, and then give you enough time to get it back out, and then get it delivered, and you know then received. So all that takes a lot of work, but a live Google document, um, is that another thing that you can offer advice to people about is, hey, you know, here's what we see from our customers when it's received here and we get it turned around within a day or two. You could expect to start seeing it received in Amazon um, within X number of days. 99% um, of our shipments go into Joliet, Illinois. Really? So when they, yes, when they leave here, say they leave here on a Monday, we will follow that shipment through and it's usually to Amazon by Wednesday Whoa. into Joliet. Um, and we, and they, are a, they are a central processing, one of the, the hubs like an, an AVP or whatever that for Amazon, is that correct? Correct, yes. Okay, and so then they, and is it because, do I have to then choose premium placement or inventory placement in, in inventory labs to get that option? Um, I believe it has to do with our ship from address. Really? To be honest. Hmm. Um, I don't know that that's true, but like I said, 99% of our shipments go into Joliet. I'd be interesting to wonder. I, I would wonder whether it's that or if they've, because you're not coaching people to select uh, inventory placement, are you? No, I am not. Okay. So that's interesting. So that might make sense. I mean, that would seem to be reasonable if that's the case. It, you know, for them, it would be great because they know it's coming from you. You're sending it in consistently. Um, maybe it's a volume issue. That's interesting. I, I've not heard that, but if that's true, then that would be a cost saving because I pay for inventory placement. My wife and I, we pay, I think it's 15 cents an item or whatever it is. I forget how much it is. Um, and generally, mo most of my toys and stuff go to, to Hazleton, Pennsylvania. My shoes go to Indianapolis. Uh, anytime I want to get charged extra they send it to california or uh, uh arizona seems to be a really expensive place i have no clue why but man they get they must be in the middle of nowhere once in a while i get whacked with that big charge um so that's interesting i wonder if that if that's really true because that could be a big savings that would help again offset the cost because that's really what it comes down to i mean isn't your pitch look steve um You've got to pay. If you've got to do it yourself, that's time that you're not doing more valuable things, unless that's your lane. You know, you're, you could be doing more valuable things. But also, if you're paying somebody, we can probably do it cheaper because this is all we do, right? Right. Correct. And you're buying bags cheaper than I am because you're buying them by the million. You're buying uh, tape cheaper than I am because you're buying it by the pallet load. You're buying packing material. I mean, it, all that stuff. That efficiency, if you're getting that efficiency, you're not charging me more for that. So, therefore, I get that benefit just because. Correct, yes. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, again, let me ask this. Thinking about somebody new coming in, is now the right time to approach Marianne and say, hey, I want to be in. It's Q4. I've got all this truckload of toys. Can you take them tomorrow? At this point, I would take them. Ooh. I would let them know they're not on my back burner, and it will get done, but the current customers that I have today, I have to ship first. Right, right. So you got to get worked into I, the workflow. Correct. 
Something that we received this morning will be either yet late this afternoon so it can ship tomorrow for the 24 turnaround or beyond. Okay. It would go into the following day. So we set up our orders. It's first come, first serve. So you are accepting customers, um, and I'll put all the information. Again, I don't benefit in any possible way other than hearing from a, a, someone who listened to the show saying, hey, I found a home. That's always what I want to hear, whether it be with Marianne or be with one of the others. If this is something that's a bottleneck in your business, which generally it is. I mean, when you think about it, right, sourcing can be a bottleneck, but prepping could be a huge bottleneck, right, because it could get behind very, very quickly. It's like those Doritos that keep coming down the line, right? They get they get piled up very very, very quickly, right? Um, so if that's the case, then and I'll have all the contact information in this episode, um, but Marianne's accepting customers, which I didn't expect you to say yes. I thought you would say, hey, let's push you off to the first quarter um, and let's plan. Well, here's the other thing, though. Is this the time to plan? If there is a time to have a 2018 plan, which they should be working on, is this a time to start talking with you about that? Correct. Yes. And I, I want to let you let you in on a little secret of ours. And we joke about this all Ooh, the time. I like secrets. Um, we have saved many divorces. Oh, <laughs> I always say that a warehouse I, is a great marriage saver. Yes. I um, ran to pick up customers products a couple weeks ago. He was from Minnesota and we met halfway. I met I went to meet him, you know, and pick up his product because his wife was, if you don't get this out of my house, I'm going to the lawyer. Oh, geez. <laughs> if you don't, if it doesn't get out, you will be going with it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So you'll even go to that level of service. Wow. Okay. Yes. All right. So let's close with this. Let's help sellers who are stuck move forward. And it doesn't have to be in the prep world. Um, other advice, because A, you've been selling for a long time. You Well, you've seen much more product than probably any other seller come through your fingertips or through your door. So you've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. What I always try to help people who are stuck, right? They're, they're, they're killing themselves and they're selling twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a month and they're not getting anywhere because they're barely making, you know, um, enough money to survive. And so they just have to keep going, right? And they can't get ahead. What's your advice that you would give for people to help get unstuck? Um, number one is scan, scan, scan. Hmm. In and out the door in 24. Oh, I like that. That's a merch shirt. In and out the door <laughs> in 24. Somebody do a merch shirt. I like it. And keep feeding the beast. I like that line. I'm going to use that. In and out the door in 24. Love it. That's a good one. I mean, that really does say it. And even on a small scale, so little Steve in his garage, if I followed those practices, meaning scan, 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 always be sourcing, right? In and out the door in 24, turn it around quickly, um, own up to your mistakes, get rid of them quickly. I would add that in there. And then um, wash, rinse, and repeat and keep buying and shipping, buying and shipping, and you will scale. I love it. I think that's very sound advice. Um, and you didn't pitch your services. I appreciate that. I like that. That that wasn't one of the things to get unstuck because I agree with you. They have to be right for you as much as uh, you're right for me. 
right? Is that reasonable? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So somebody has more uh, questions, and I'm assuming now that you know, they know that you're open for it. I have your email here is info at central wi, central wi, Wisconsin, uh, prep, pack, and ship.com. I have a phone number here of 855-397-4587 um, if they have more information or if they want more information to have questions. That, is that cool? Absolutely. Okay. And we do have a local number of 715-267-5111. Okay. And, um, okay. All right. I'm going to put all that out there. And again, I don't benefit in any way other than hopefully having a listener uh, find a home for them and help them save their business because I love and save their marriage. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, help save their marriage. I mean, I appreciate you taking the time. It was as good as I thought it would be. Um, I'm surprised that you can, you can, I mean, that says something that you can handle uh, taking on a new account this quarter and work them into your system. That means you've, you've done some good planning and, and growth. Um, clearly, you have expanded your business, and I'm going to have the pictures on the website. you got to go check out these pictures. The place is huge, um, and you'll see the addition is to the left, not to the right, which I thought, no, it's, wow, <laughs> you've really expanded. So, man, I wish you nothing but success. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Stephen. You have a great day. You too. Great interview, great advice. Uh, I love it. In and out the door in 24. In and out the door in 24. I just think that that's such a powerful statement. Um, it really comes down to um, making it a priority to get your inventory. Buying is obviously sourcing is huge. It's one of the biggest things you can do, but you got to turn it around, turn it out quick. I'm guilty of it from time to time. Inventory just sitting there, can't get to it because life happens. Well, guess what? When you partner up with someone and you have a high expectation and you hold them to that standard, boom, they're going to get you going. And that's the fastest way to grow your business. So uh, reach out to her if you think there's a fit or reach out to some of the other prep companies that I've had on. But what a great way to start 2018, getting prepared and organized to really tackle the year. Ecommercemomentum.com. Don't forget my sponsors, Scope from Seller Labs. Man, oh man, get that keyword research, get it done right. Utilize others' information. It's the best proven concept, right? You already know it's a, uh, the proof of concepts there. You already know it's a hot item because you're going after number one, number two, number three, and you're going after their keywords. What a great, simple idea. Sellerlabs.com slash scope. Use the code MOMENTUM. Save some money. Get some free keywords. Get going on it. Solutions for e-commerce. You guys know about Karen Locker. I think so much of her because she's there to help me in my business, and she can help you too. Solutionsforecommerce.com slash momentum will get you in there and get you started on the right path. Take care. Thanks for listening to the e-commerce momentum podcast. All the links mentioned today can be found at ecommercemomentum.com under this episode number. Please remember to subscribe and like us on iTunes.